0: Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Trina, the finisher, who's on the line.
1: Cynthia's on
0: the line. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. It's Good McCarty. morning. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Good morning, Trina, the finisher. This is Deborah Grateful. Grateful Deborah Evans. <laughs> good morning. How, How are you this fine Tuesday morning? I am doing well. How are you doing? Thank God. I'm, I can't. I won't complain. God's been good. God is good. Amen. Amen. good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning.
2: How are you today?
0: I'm doing well. Miss you on the on the seven-year anniversary.
2: I know, I know. I've been on the call ever since. I mean, I've been on the call when they first started, so.
0: <laughs>
1: right, right. So we missed your face.
3: <laughs> oh, thank
1: you. <laughs> well, you have a wonderful, wonderful day. You too. Okay,
0: God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Who else? Good morning, good good morning. Good morning, Marcella. Good morning to you. Good morning. Have a great day. You too. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. You have a blessed and awesome day. Same to you. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Trina the Finisher. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Good I'm morning, Miss B. Good morning, good
4: morning, Miss B. Good morning, Torina. This is Sister Stephanie.
0: Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Thanks for calling in this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good
5: morning. Good morning. Good morning,
0: Yvonne. Good morning to you. Good morning. To you. you have a blessed day, okay? okay. You too. Thank you. Okay. There was someone else.
6: Good morning. This
0: is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Have a great day. Thank you, and you as well. Thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Trina the You and I'm the Greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Hey, good morning, Trina. Happy Tuesday, Steady. Love
1: you.
0: Happy Tuesday. Love you too. Have a great day. Hey, any men on the call like to say good morning? Any first time callers? Hey, we are quiet this morning. Happy Triumph of Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to everyone. Good morning, Tarina. This is Gloria Hicks. Good morning, Gloria.
5: How are you? It was nice
0: seeing you the other night. <laughs> Even though I didn't say anything? <laughs> it was yes. nice to see you. Yes. Good morning, DV family. I'm going back on mute. Y'all have a blessed day. You too. Yes, it was awesome to see the faces on Zoom. I love declare victory. Let's declare it. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. You have a blessed day.
7: Thank you, beautiful lady. Can (laughs) I put in a prayer request?
0: Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Um, I want everybody
7: this morning to lift up. I'm going to spell her name. My best friend lost her only son yesterday. Um he passed away in his sleep at uh, twenty eight years old. Um and she's flying in today from Mexico. Her name is araceli It's spelled A R A C E L I.
0: Okay. Only son passed away. Oh so yeah. sorry to hear that.
7: Yeah. He had covert. He he had covert twice. He you know what. uh was healed from that. And then they don't know what happened. So we're just going to keep her and her family. Um, Yesterday when I got the call, it was, I just cried with her um, and Mm -hmm. I felt the impact of what she was feeling. I could hear the emotions and I just Mm -hmm. cannot identify what a parent losing their child at 28 years old. So um, yeah, just lift Mm -hmm. her up in prayer. We'll do,
0: we'll do. Pray for you also too, Tracy Sister Tracy. Thank,
7: mm-hmm. thank
0: you. You're quite you're welcome. Wow. Anyone else like to say good morning before I get started? Good morning. My name is Busola. And sister, I'm giving you a hug. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you, okay. let me Happy go
4: ahead morning and get me off on Tuesday tona. This is Rochelle. Good morning,
0: good morning, Rochelle. Thank you. Good morning. You have a blessed day. You
4: too,
0: okay. Let me go ahead and get started this morning before we move forward. We ask you to meet your line so I can proceed. Please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Terrine the Finisher, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Please continue to join us for the last week in February, where our monthly theme is entitled Position. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding positioning yourself according to the Lord. There is one announcement today. First, please join us for TNT Bible study with Pastor LaBelle Jones tonight right here on the call from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. Okay, there's no prayer request from the app, but we do have a spoken prayer request, and it's from Sister Stacy, her best friend. Um, lost her only son that was 28 years old last night. Please lift her up, her best friend. I'm going to spell her Her, um, her name, is A-R-A-C-E-L-I. Please lift them up for prayer. Also continue prayer for Bubbly and also for Sarah Elliott. Okay, the order of the call is, prayer and corporate praise, Vibanda. Declaration is Eric. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, revanda Declaration is Eric. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare, Eric. The scripture for today is Ephesians 4, 1 through 6. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk with vocation, wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness. With long suffering for bearing one another in love, endowing being to keep the un- unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body, one Spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all, and in all. In in you all. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until they start to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Revanda Have a blessed and safe day, everyone.
7: Father God, in the name of Jesus. First, I'm petitioning you this morning for Tracy, Lord Jesus, and her um, friend. Um, A lot of us don't know what it's like to lose a child, but God, um I ask that you strengthen his mom at this time um, and strengthen Tracy. We thank you this morning for another day, God. We are asking for you to bless Sarah and to bless Bubbly this morning. I don't even know what they're going through, Lord Jesus, but um you do. And you make things right. We thank you this morning for all that you have done for us. We thank you for um, our life, our health, and our strength. And at times when we don't feel like we have enough, Lord Jesus, to go forward, you, you give us more. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you that you have been our standard. You have been our constant. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because there is none like you. Um, You never leave us, and you never have forsaken us. And so for that this morning, we say thank you. We thank you that you have been a good father. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because um, you promised that you would keep us in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on you, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for the peace that we have this morning. We thank you for the joy that we have, Lord God, because happiness is predicated on something that happens outside of who we are. But the joy that you have given us is the thing that you have done on the inside of us. And we bless you for joy this morning. God, we bless you for joy. We thank you for um, uh, our homes. We thank you for our finances. We thank you, God, because for our jobs. Some of us still have our jobs and we we may not be making all the money that we used to make, Lord Jesus, but we thank you for our jobs. We thank you for um, our minds being kept by you, Lord Jesus, in such a difficult time. And Lord God, I know that you have been our Ebenezer, you have been our strong tower, you have been our hiding place. Lord Jesus, and we bless you on this morning. We thank you for um, always coming through for us, Lord Jesus, when we didn't even know to come through for ourselves. God, we thank you that, you know what, even if our mother and our fathers have forsaken us, you haven't did that. We bless you, God, for um, always knowing what it is that we need and making sure that the provisions are for us and that they're there. And so we bless you this morning. God, I thank you that when you said that no weapon that was formed against us would prosper, and God, you have been that. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for um, always making sure that we're okay. Lord, we bless you this morning that we got up and we had we had our air, we had air, we had nothing happen to our home. God, we thank you for all of those things this morning. And it's selfish of us if we only came to you to ask you for things. But, God, we come this morning thanking you for so many things. God, I bless you for my life. I thank you for my health. I thank you for my mind. I thank you for the strength that you have given me. I bless you this morning, Lord Jesus, because somebody's on the line. And you know what? They don't know what to do other than just come to you about whatever it is that's going on. And so, God, we bless you this morning, and we thank you. We, de- we thank you for declaring victory, God. We bless you for a place where we can come and we, um, we can get reassurance and uh, we can get some good word, God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the prayer lives, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the prayer warriors. God, I bless you for people who have enough inside of them to get up in the morning and give them you the first tithe in the morning of their day. And so, God, we bless you this morning, and we thank you because there is none like you, Lord Jesus. No one else can touch our lives like you do. <laughs> God, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. God, I Thank you uh, for the healing that has gone on. God, for the testimonies that have gone on. Lord Jesus, no one can do this but you. And so we bless you this morning. And we're we're filled with gratitude. Um, We can't go no further in the day without just thanking you for all that you have done. And God, I bless you. God, for my family, I bless you, for my children, I bless you, Lord God, you've you've blessed me to have my grandson, God, you've blessed me, uh, Lord Jesus, to make some transitions in my life, I know you as a healer, I know you as a sustainer, God, I thank you, I thank you for um, those who have the tenacity to keep fighting, to keep going on, Lord Jesus, to keep going forward. Lord Jesus, when it seemed like um, no, when nothing else could help, God, we thank you for the love that you have put in our lives. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that even when it seems like we didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel, you was right there. And we bless you this morning uh, because you are a good, good father. And Sabrina would say, Lord Jesus, you are a good, good father. And so we, you, we thank you for <clears throat> our life being different. We thank you for stretching our face to meet your miracles, Lord Jesus, because sometimes it didn't seem like Anything else would help. Lord God, we bless you this morning. We thank you. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you have done. And so, God, even as um, I uh, I begin to end this prayer, I just want to thank you for all that, um, all the times when I didn't seem like I was okay. All those times when I chose something else. Lord Jesus, you were right there. You were right there. And you said you would never leave us, nor would you forsake us. And so as we take our phones off mute, come on, let's just praise God this morning because he's a good father. Yes, yeah. thank, thank, thank you. We thank,
0: thank you, Lord
7: thank,
5: thank, thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. Lord, Hallelujah. We give you pray. when nothing when else will help We know you. that we're we're you to you the to oh,
3: oh, pray I pray that you would go to that hospital, God, and say that you are strong, Lord God, and
5: you you are and we you this morning, you God, we thank you, you a we
6: Hallelujah.
5: Thank you, for for everything that we have I'm I'm you to that and, and, bless bless and your God. we have have we I God. you God, you, go so sure. I God who you are, Lord God, who you can be, and how you to you're and you're all right there. I you, Lord. Dallas, thank you, Lord为情.. Thank you, Lord. you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you, 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 Hallelujah. Thank I, church. Church. I, I, me me. I thank you for your thank you glory glory glory. I thank, glory. Glory. I thank you for because I could not oh. be out yeah, I right. he 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 right. I could be out. i But God, you a not getting I don't I have to worry about where my think we is going to come from. But God, you're good. I ain't got no way to God, you Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
4: Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You've yeah. the broken heartedness, Lord Jesus. God, when our heart is over yeah. them, Lord Jesus, yeah. you you're,
5: you're so one you. our heart together, Lord Jesus. I thank you that even at times our heart yeah. broken, yeah. Jesus, yeah. and you Lord yeah. Jesus. God, thank you. I thank you for being here. You are a confident Lord Jesus. Bless your name. Hallelujah. You bless your name. Father, you bless your name. God, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. I bless you because my situation could be worse. But God, I thank you for blessing me. I thank you for saying in hand, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus how we have three different perspectives and sometimes we have to come up because we listen to know. God, I bless you. you. Hallelujah. I bless you. I bless you, God. Forgive us when we Forgive us when we have done things, Lord Jesus, that weren't conducive to what your will is. God, forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you. Lord, forgive We
7: bless you right now for doing all that you have done, Lord Jesus. And when our hearts
5: are overwhelmed, you said that I can come to you, the rock that is higher than I. Lord, hallelujah! I thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I thank you. You said, "Beloved, let us love one another." And Those who don't love,
7: they don't know you. But God, I thank you that we know you and we love each other. God, I bless you. I bless you. I bless you, I bless you right
5: now in the, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I thank
7: you, Lord Jesus. I bless you. I thank you and I praise you, Lord Jesus. And even as we walk forward during the day, Lord God, we'll be careful to give you the praise, Lord Jesus, and keep our minds focused on you, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for being our strong power. We thank you uh, for being our Ebenezer. We thank you that uh, we have the feet of hind feet, that we can walk on high places, the places that have come up high in our lives, Lord Jesus. We thank you that they can be pulled down. Lord God. And so we bless you this morning for the strength that you have given us. Some of us are on our way to work. Some of us are not working, Lord Jesus, but you know all about us. And I bless you. I bless you. And so God, I just ask that everybody who is listening to me right now, God, that you just do something special in our lives today. Even if it's something quiet over in the corner, Lord Jesus, or God, even if it's just a thought, God, that, that that changes their minds, change our minds about where we are and what we're going through and what we're dealing with. God, I just ask that you bless them right now in the name of Jesus as I pass the call.
6: Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Great morning. God morning. Good to be here, good to hear everybody. Um, I, before I start, I want to take time uh, to thank, I think it was Tarina that agreed. Uh I came on late. So who was the prayer warrior that just got off? Who was that? Revinda. I thought that was Revinda, I wasn't sure. Thank you, big sister Revinda for, for, uh, for, uh, setting the atmosphere. Um, you don't know who this is by now, Brother E, and the place to be born and raised in NYC. Coming to you with the Declaration of the Lord this morning. Uh, before I go any further, I want to just take a moment to remind you, uh, enact your mute ministry. Mm-hmm. Check your phone, check your phone, check your phone. I hear some background moving, somebody's not muted, check, look down at your phone and see if you're muted. If you're walking, you got your headphones on, uh, stop, take your phone out your pocket, check and see if it's muted. If you're in the kitchen, you're about to cook some breakfast, you got the phone down on the counter, just take a moment, look over there and check to see if your phone is muted. The new reason why is that we don't want any distractions the Call be recorded and we want the call to be uh all right. Uh, before we go any further, uh, let's bow heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I ask, Lord, that the Holy Spirit would speak to me, would speak through me. Lord, bless each and every person on this line. Open our hearts and open our minds to receive that which you have given me. And if at the end of this, my name is forgotten, the declaration is is, is, is forgotten, the soul is saved, a uh, 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 life is changed, and your will be done, and we will praise you on the sea of glass and declare, victory you to the land. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Once again, good morning. Uh, this month, theme has been position, and you've heard a lot of declarations on position. I want to come to you uh, in a different take. Um, it's not a, a, a feel. It's not a feel good, but it is a declaration of encouragement, uh, a hopefully empowerment and enlightenment. I want to deal with uh, uh, the theme position in a different way. We're coming to, uh, and if I had to give my declaration a title, it would be the position of futility. The position of futility. And if you uh, were to look up the definition of fertility, um, it is pointlessness or uselessness. Break it down and really uh the word futility, position of futility. I'm more likely to say that this position is probably a position that we have all been in at one time or another, and some of us more than once. I want to talk about some of the ways we can arrive at this position of futility. You see, some people are seemingly born in this position of futility. You all know them. People walk around. You know, you've seen people who walk around, or you might know people walk around with a dark cloud over their head. People who always seem to suck the air out of the room the moment they walk in. These are the people who never see a silver line in any town. You know, the people who can find something negative about everything. You don't want to sit by these people in church. You want, really don't want to ride with them. Uh, every time you come and say something, wow, look, the sun is out, it's bright. You uh, might get skin cancer. You know, there's holes in, 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 in the uh, of ozone. Or listen, isn't that a cute baby? Yeah, but I don't like her mama. I don't think they're doing that thing right. Something, every time you come with a positive, somebody comes with a negative. Drama King or Drama Queen is their middle name. It was like they was born. It came out the womb in a position of futility. And then there are some that arrive at this position. They put themselves in this position. You know, it's the hard-headed one. Can't tell them nothing. You know what I'm saying? They've got to go through everything in order to learn something. It's the prideful. You know, the ones who don't want to uh, 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 ask for help, those who don't want to uh, 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 give credit to, to anybody, those who think they made it themselves, they only find themselves back on the bottom. The lazy people, the ones who don't want to get up, get out and get something, don't spend all your time. Trying to get high, don't spend all your time trying to get over. Don't spend all your time trying to get around something. Because it only leads to one place, a position of futility. Or maybe some of those who are impatient, just can't wait. You know what I'm saying? Got to do it themselves. Can't wait for God's time. Can't wait for God to give. God may give them a word, and we're going to talk about this one a little later. But because of their impatience, they always arrive at the decision of futility. And then there's the third one: some who are thrust into this decision of futility do no fault of their own. And we find this in, in especially in this pandemic, that people have woken up gainfully employed one day, and because of this pandemic. They've lost their jobs. They were living the paycheck, the paycheck, but now they find themselves on the verge, or maybe in the midst of homelessness, a position of futility. Or maybe you wake up one day and you go to a doctor's appointment and you find a tumor. Illness has suddenly come upon you position of futility maybe maybe you you come home one day you fellas, and you find out that the house is cleaned out, everything's gone, and there's a note on the letter saying I'm leaving I've left when you find out you, you know you walk around and you get a call from your from your best friend or family member yeah i seen uh, a young man out there. But, with, with another woman, you know, we got these uh, phones now, and it sends you the picture. Your man might have a side piece or side pieces, and then there's the the undo catastrophe, things like Hurricane Katrina that find that 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 wipes you out of home and everything, or 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 a fire, or one of these things. You haven't done anything, but because of this, you have been thrust into a position position of futility. And I do have some words for you. I just wanted to get in your mind some of the ways that we can arrive at this position. position. And so if you have your Bibles, notebooks, um, I'm going to be talking from Genesis. Chapter 16, um, verses 1 through 15. Now I'm going to be reading um, from the message version. Kind of breaks it down a little bit. Starting at verse 1. Sarai, Abram's wife, had produced a child yet. Sarai said to Abram, God has not seen fit to let me have a child. Sleep with my maid. Maybe I can get family from her. Abraham agreed to do what Sarai said. Verse three So Sarai, Abraham's wife, took her Egyptian maid, Hagar, and gave her to her husband, Abram, as a wife. Abraham had been living 10 years in Canaan when this took place. Verse four He slept with Hagar and she got pregnant. When she learned she was pregnant, she, Hagar, Looked down on her mistress, Sarai. Sarai told Abraham, It's all your fault that I'm suffering this abuse. I put my maid in bed with you, and the minute she knows she's pregnant, she treats me like I'm nothing. May God decide which one of us is right. You decide, said Abraham, verse 6. Your maid is your business. Sarai was abusive to Hagar, and she ran away. The angel of God fought. Found her beside a spring in the desert. It was on the spring to the road to shore. He said, Hagar, maid of Sarai, what are you doing here? She said, I'm running away from Sarai, my mistress. Verse 9, the angel of God says, Go back to your mistress. Put up with the abuse. Verse 10, he continued, I'm going to give you a big family, children past counting. From this pregnancy, you'll get a son. Name him Ishmael. God heard you, God answered you. He'll be a bucking bronco of a man, a real fighter, fighting and being fought, always stirring up trouble, always at odds with his family. She answered God by name, praying to the God who spoke to her You're the God who sees me. Yes, he saw me, and then I saw him. That's how the desert spring got. Named God Sees Me Spring. That spring is still there between Gadesh and Beret. Last verse Hagar gave Abram a son. Abram named him Ishmael. Now, I want to go back. Verse 11 says the angel of, of the Lord is talking to Sarah now. He says, From this pregnancy, you'll get a son. Now, now, the angel of the Lord tells Sarai, I mean, Hagar, sorry, named him Ishmael. But as we go back to verse 15, after Hagar gave Abram a son, Abram named him Ishmael. Remember, Abram wasn't in the desert when he heard the angel of the Lord, but he named him Ishmael. Just put that in your back pocket for right Okay, so if we want to break down the story, we all know about Abraham. We all know about, about uh, Abraham at this time because he hasn't changed his name. We all know about Sarah. And um, before this, God said to Abraham, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. I'm going to give you uh, a son. Now, if you know anything about Abraham and Sarah the story, Abraham is up there in age. He's probably at this time about seventy-five. Sarah is, I think, about sixty-eight. Way past the time of childbearing. God has given His word. God has given His promise. But as we talked about before, one of the things about sometimes you you can put yourself in the position of fertility is patience. Isn't it sometimes when God gives us a word and and and, 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 and we're waiting, and we're waiting, and we're we waiting. And especially in this age, we live in, in what we call a microwave religion. We want to put everything in there, and we want it just like that. We can get impatient, and we can justify in our waiting that maybe God wanted me to do this. Maybe God wants me to do that. Or I help God and do this, and thinking it's in God's will. And so this is where Sarah is. Sarah knows she can't produce, and so she's paints it. She doesn't want to wait for God to give her the provision. She wants to create her own provision. And so she goes to Abraham and says, listen, we have an Egyptian slave named Hagar. She's the maid. I want you to go ahead on. I want you to go through her. I want you to get her pregnant. That'll be my son. You know, we're in black history, right? And so, we know know Sarah. Sarah is the first lady of faith, if you look in the the Hebrews 11, the chapter, the Faith Hall of Fame. We know Abraham, because out of Abraham's loins comes the three uh, uh, biggest religions in the world today. We know about his faith. But we don't know about Hagar. Hagar is just a Black woman who's been brought and serves Abraham's, Sarai's, maid. Can you think about it now? Can you think about when we came over here, we were slaves? Sarai says to Abraham, go ahead on in there into the slave quarters and lay with your slave. Produce her a son. My son. That would be my son. All because I couldn't wait. Now, I want you to understand that during this time, slavery was a, 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 it wasn't the same as our slavery. But it wasn't a thing that God wanted. It wasn't a thing that God designed, but it was part of the culture. We have to understand there are things that we deal with right now that are part of the culture that are not in God's will. simply because of man's sinful nature; these things become a part. But God leads us where we are. But I digress. So Abraham does what he does. He goes in there, and you know what he does. He goes ahead and 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 he produces, uh, uh, uh and he makes um Hagar pregnant. Let me go to verse three. No, verse four. Says, he said he with Hagar, and she got pregnant. And when she learned that she was pregnant, she looked down on her mistress. Let me go back to verse three. Hagar is a maid. But in order to make this this deal, in order to make this child, she gets promoted to wife. But well, really, does she? But because because she's a wife, because she's carrying a child, that doesn't mean that she's she she's not a slave anymore. No, 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 no. It's a contradiction here. Okay? Have you ever uh, been through life and you've dealt with contradictions? See, what happens in Hagar, she becomes wife and slave. It seems like she's going through, but she's still stuck in the same place. Have you ever been there? You've got more position, but the same path. Your status has been elevated on the job, but it's not reflected in your salary. You're the minister of music, but your name is still not on the program. You're in a position of futility. You take three steps forward and you go six back, and you're right back to where you are, but you've got more work and you've got everything. So it is that contradiction in verse three, but then when we get to verse four, what happens sometimes when we get a little position? What happens sometimes when we get a little bit of importance? Our hands sometimes get big, and sometimes we can look down on the people who provided us that opportunity anyway. You get that promotion. You know what I'm saying? You become supervised, and then you're too good for everybody else. The, the people that you used to work with. And somebody who might have put it in a little recommendation, but they're not in the same position as you. You're looking down on it. So here we got a situation, okay? You got Abraham stuck in the middle. Now I don't know how many men are on the call, but maybe you've been there. You're stuck in the middle of two contentious women. You've got Sarai, she's the woman in the house. She's Adam's first, Abraham, Abraham's first wife. But now you've got Hagar. Oh, she's a wife too. And she's been able to do something that Sarai hasn't... Hasn't been able to do. So can you imagine the scene? Every and and, and, and and the thing about it is she's arrogant now. So every time Sarah tells Hagar to do something, you know what I'm saying? She's lifting up her head. Every time Sarah looks at Hagar and sees that growing belly, she's reminded of of another woman that her husband slept. With. You Even know though she she gave him she gave him the permission. She's reminded. Of the failure to bring a child. And you see, back in the biblical days, that was one of the most important things that a woman could do: bring a child, be able to start a family, to produce a, a, a legacy. So we have that. And so being a man stuck in there, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm stuck in between two women who are arguing. Say, say, I'm stuck between my wife. My wife has nothing good to say about my mother, and every time I go to my mother's house, I have nothing good to say about about uh uh, uh my, my my mother has nothing good to say about my wife. She always doing, I'd rather be in a war. I'd rather be somewhere else. Because if there's no peace in the house, you can't get peace in your job. You can't get peace anywhere. And see being a man, you don't know what to do. You don't know whose side to take. You just stuck between a rock and a hard place. So as we go down, he says, uh, uh, listen, he gets up and he says, Listen, Sarah. It's your problem. Okay. You deal with it. A lot of times that's what his men do. Hey, you know what I'm saying? To get out of situation, look. I'm not going to take your head. You you handle it. So, we know Sarah does. She, she begins to abuse Hagar. So, now the situation with Hagar has become, become rough. What Hagar does is she runs. Runs from the situation. She finds herself. In the wilderness, not knowing where she's going to go, not knowing how she's going to get food, not knowing how she's going to make it from day to day. Hagar at a point of futility. And so the angel of the Lord, and, and before I want, I want you to break down, this is not no ordinary angel. In theological terms, this is what we call a Christophany. What is the The Christophany? Christophany simply is this. It is, it, can, it, it is a pre-human incarnation of our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. So whenever you see the term the angel of the Lord, and it's usually capitalized, it's not a regular angel. That is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you look at the angel of the Lord, the burning Bush, that was Jesus. One of the reasons and how you can differentiate is because the angel of the Lord allows to be worshipped. When the angel of the Lord comes, it is a holy place. It is a place where you take your shoes off. It's a place where you bow your head. So just a little uh, lesson uh, in theology. So the angel of the Lord Jesus comes to shine and he asks him, what are you doing? He doesn't ask it because he don't know. He asks it because God, when he comes to us in our problems, when he comes to us, in our position of futility, he just wants to know. Just like Jesus when he asked the man to well, you know, would thou be made well? This side says I'm running. He's honest. He's upright. And she's talking to a guy, who probably she's never talked to him before. But you see, Hagar wasn't a uh, Hebrew. Hagar was Egyptian. Hagar was most likely a pagan. Hagar was my, most likely serving other gods. I want you to remember that, because you see, God can come to anybody. It doesn't just come to the people in the church. come to the people in the street. It comes to people who've never really worshipped him, or, or never really uh, 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 talked to him, or never really had anything to do with him. And so uh, Sarah, I mean, Hagar is in this conversation with God. And God tells her to do something. In verse 9, he says to go back to your mistress. Go back to your mistress and put up with her abuse. And I want to tell you this, is that we've all run from things at times. But God is telling her, and God is telling you to turn around. Mm, I can hear the turn around. God says, go back to your mistress. God says, I want you to go back to the fight. Why? Because the provision is not in the run. The provision is in the fight because you see the enemy. Doesn't, he always wants to run us out of our position, and, we, and, 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 and there are times when we do this. Why? Because we run because uh, uh, it's uncomfortable. Uh, we ran and we left our position because it was tough. We ran because it was uncomfortable. We ran because it was hard. We ran from our position because it hurt your feelings, because you weren't recognized, because it was complicated, because it made you cry. But God is going to provide for you in your own trouble. Ooh, God will give you no turnaround. God is, is going to help you in your time of trouble. Because the Bible says God is a very present help in the time of trouble. So you've got to run back to your provision. You've got to run back. To that trouble because that is where he's at. You see, when you have a counseling God, he's gonna change, he's gonna turn you around. He's gonna give you, he's gonna give you power to do a 180. He's gonna he's gonna give you the strength to endure that situation when you're in, Because it's just a matter of time that God will take you out of that position. That God will provide for you. And so God tells her, gives her a word of encouragement, right? He says, for this presidency, you'll get a son. And God says, I want you to name him Ishmael. And the word Ishmael means that God has heard you, and that God has answered you. Mm. Ain't it something where we cry out that we have a God that can hear us? It doesn't matter where you are. You may be in the wilderness. Lord, you may be in the alleyway. You may be in the crack house. You may be in the whole house. But when you cry out, when your situation is in, God hears you. God hears you, and God will answer you. I don't know who I'm talking to today. You may be out there on the street, but I want to encourage you that God is a God who is listening right now. God not only hears her, but he gives her a word. He prophesies over her. He says, name your child. What are you naming today? God has something and he wants you to name it. Not name it in your glory, but name it what God has done for you. Name it what God is going to do for you. Name it right now. You may not be able to see it. It may be growing inside you. You got a ministry that's coming, but you name it right now. Claim it. You got a business right now. You might not even have put it out, put out a plan, but you name it. Name it and move yourself out of that position of futility. So God says it's not going to be all that because you're going to be a bucky, buckling bronco of a man, a real fighter fighting, and always being fought, always staying a trouble. Verse 13 says, she said she answered God by name. Now, see, she didn't know God in the beginning, but see, once you get in encounter with God, it, it's the start of a relationship. She answered God by name. Not only did she answer him, but she prayed to God. He spoke to her, and she says, you're the God who sees me, and the Hebrew word for see is Elroy. Can you just feel that? That not only do I have a God that hears me, that I have a God who sees me, this slave girl, this girl, this woman of unimportance, this woman who's a servant, this woman whose name we never hear again, except for a few times in the Bible. this is a God who sees us, Elroy, the God who sees. And you may be, you may, people that may have walked you by, but God sees you. People may have stepped over you, but God sees you. To the people who have been left behind, left out, God sees you. The least, the last, the lost, the outcast, the out of bounds. God sees you, Elroy. And so Hagar returns. She goes back to the scene of contention. She goes back to the scene of uncomfortability, the scene of, of, of abuse. But i like to imagine Hagar's not the same woman. Hagar's had an encounter with God. She's turned around. And she can go back knowing that she has a God- That not only hears her, the God who sees her, and the God who's given a word and a promise. Remember, I told you to remember that God told her what to name her child. And so she goes back. When she's born, when the child is born, she doesn't name her. Abraham names her. And what does Abraham name her? The same name that God named Ishmael. I want you to listen to that. I want you to hear that. I want you to put that deep down in your belly because what it's saying is that God is giving you a mission. He's giving you a promise. And and and, and when the time comes for that promise be fulfilled, it's going to come out of the mouth of other people. That your confirmation won't have to come from your mouth. It's going to come from other people. That that promotion won't come just because you're ever, but it will come because God has influence. God who has made the uh, way straight and the crooked places straight and the rough places plain. God who has made the mountaintop low for you. And so I want to end with this. That you may be in a point of futility. You may feel like that there's nothing else that you can do. You may feel like you've come to an end where you can't go any further. But I want to tell you your position of fertility doesn't have to be a position of fatality because the Bible says that any seeks that's killed, still and destroyed, but God said, I have come that you may have life and that you may have life more abundantly. See, your position of fertility doesn't have to be a position of failure because God says that great are the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper, plans of peace. You see, your position of futility does not have to be a position of fruitfulness because God has given you a gift by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that every good gift, every good and perfect gift is given from above. God has put in you greatness because you're a child of the King. God has given you something to influence the kingdom. God has given you something that you can change the world, that you can shift the atmosphere for His glory. And your position of fatality doesn't have to be a position of finality. You see, because you can use your position of fatality as a jumping off start to a great ministry. You can use that position of futility to, 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 uh, to spark a new and a stronger relationship with God. You can use that position of futility to go out into the world and proclaim a mighty word of gospel. You may be in a position of futility. That's not God's will for you. But remember, if you are in this position, Remember the name, oh, God sees me. I am valuable. God sees me. I'm anointed. God sees me. I'm appointed. God sees me. I'm his child. Greatest things in store for me. I bless you, everyone. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this word. We thank you that you are the God who sees, the God who hears, the God who has a promise to each and every one of us, that you make a way, that you provide provision in the wilderness, provide provision in the tough places. We thank you, Lord, because you're a God who will fight for us. Lord, we know behind every promised land there's a Jericho, there is a wilderness. God, we are so grateful. That the battle is not ours, it's yours. So we always give you the praise going out in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen and amen. Amen, everybody. Once again, good morning. And in this part of the call. Um, I'm going to open it up for those who have not had a chance to say hello. Maybe God came on late. I'd like to be This is your chance. Holler at it, brother.
2: Yo, 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 bro. How you doing? Hey, hey.
6: Hey, what's hey, up, great, <laughs> hey, great declaration.
2: Great declaration, brother E. Oh, my God. He sees you. I just keep on hearing it, bro. Great declaration.
5: I love I love
6: Thank you. I'm glad you love it. Praise God, Yvonne. God bless you. Good morning, Mr. Good morning. I heard a couple of voices. It's you had good morning. Hey, good morning, Vec. God, God bless. Good morning. Thank you for that declaration. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you, my sister. Who else is that?
1: It's Chrisanda. Good morning. Sounds like restoration to me. Good morning. Good morning. God bless.
6: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Chrisanda. Top of the morning. Good morning, everybody. It's Brother Chris. Brother Chris, man of God, always great to hear your sound, my brother. Hey, good morning, everybody. Brother said on the line. Thank you for that uh, declaration, Brother E. Thank you, Cedric. Good
5: morning, Brother E. This is Andrew. Good
6: morning, Brother Andrew. Is and somebody right? Thank you, sir. Thank
1: you. Oh yeah, that was it was Christina here in Atlanta. Great declaration. Thank you.
6: Thank you. Thank you, my sister from Atlanta. Peace up. Two fingers down. All right.
3: Good morning, brother E. This is uh Jerry and I just wanted to let you know. I know that Elroy is looking and he's the God that sees and I'm claiming mine on this morning. He yeah. said call it. So I'm calling it. And I just, just think Amen. that you did a fantastic job. I heard a little bit of our uh, reunion on, our our anniversary on Sunday night, as you all were talking about Marriage Matters and how you all started. And, you know, I come on periodically just, I don't say anything, but I, I'm there. And I just want to uh, tell you to keep being encouraged. I heard your preach come out on this morning. I heard that. <laughs> and you have, I mean, you just... Have grown my leaps and bounds since I've known you and Juju. I think you all are a beautiful couple. God bless you and teach my sister for me.
6: I will do when I get home. <laughs> but thank you, Sister Jerry. You claim that. You are inspiration to you, my big sister. Love you. Hey, bruh. What's up, little sis?
1: Man, let me tell you something. You did your good preaching um, this here morning. Awesome. God, see, y'all took so many notes. Thank you just for reminding us that every good gift comes from him and that, what, what just let me say this real quick because I have, you know, I have your little niece over here, but when I listened to you talking how you broke it down, and when you were talking about those those um the fertility and people and just how you know sometimes you you have to be you have to remember those that were there with you when you went up, you know what I'm saying, and you get the promotion and then you forget and you think you're better, and all that that was such a good. Just a reminder of how we need to be. But what I was hearing as you were sharing this morning, for me, it it always takes me back to him being our defender. And he is a God that sees everything. So no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you've been through, just know that he is God and he sees it. So I, I appreciate that, that you sound so different this morning, Brother E. Like your confidence is so up, but you just preached me I had to come into room 'cause room because I didn't want to shout and wake the baby. But thank you for just reminding us that he's a God that sees us. And so I love you, and thank you so much for just who you are. And did you notice that today was our brother-sister anniversary? I just have to throw that in there. I love yes, you. Yes, I God.
5: did. I, I, I seen that. i seen that.
1: <laughs> I you love, love you I so love much. You. Thank you for popping <laughs> it off this morning.
6: All right. Thank you, Bill. Yes. Thank you. I know you're always one of my um, um, biggest encouragers so. Uh, and tell Maddie how to get up. I sure will. All right. All good
2: right. morning. Uh, good morning, honey. Uh, I'm, I'm
5: like,
2: uh, uh, I heard a little preach too. <laughs> I felt like, you know, at, at one point it was like, it uh, uh, was like uh, Jeremiah said, fire shut up in my bones. Like I, I felt my spirit leaping. You know, and, and especially about that part where he sees me, and like uh, it was, I kind of did what she said, you know, the, the the claimant part. So it was awesome decoration. I'm always encouraged by you. Um, definitely, definitely encouraged me today. I love you, babe.
6: I love you too, and baby, I. <laughs> as always my 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 heart and my soul you you know exactly what's going on in my mind And i remember um just this morning it was was just like you said i started off and i felt something in me i didn't haven't felt in a long time it started bubbling within me it was like every time i tried to hold it back it just it just kept coming and i didn't i found myself in, in a place where. Uh, you know, sometimes in, you, you gotta stand back and say, Is that me? That's me, man. And it wasn't me, but it was something within me. So I'm always glad to be used by God. Always, baby. You are you are the one that really uh drives me, inspires me, pushes me, and uh I wouldn't be where I'm at. because God gave me such a magnificent office and an awesome woman of God, who happens to be my wife. So I love you. I love you too, babe. Anybody else? Any questions, comments? Okay.
4: <laughs> it's hard to come after that, y'all. I have a lot. That was so beautiful.
6: Oh, thank you. All praise to God, but thank you, thank you very much. I just I'm glad love to love you. and the
5: way y'all express it to each other. My heart is just like, oh, you. I love you. I do. Yeah, you
1: love love too. <laughs>
6: <laughs> we love you too,
1: Yvonne. Hey, brother Eha, you were talking about like uh, being stuck between a rock and a hard place. You know, you got. But when you talk about men, and you got the mother, and you got the wife, and you got the that right there was man. Like this whole message this morning, there's so many different areas that I just need to go and um just pray about and then study about. So I thank you again. If, if this this message, you have my mouth open. I'm like, you hit on so much, and it was so necessary. So again, I just wanted to publicly thank you. And Juju, thank you for just letting me and E have our relationship because he still is that annoying big brother. But I do appreciate how God um, placed us together. And when Sister Jerry talked about the celebration on Sunday, it was amazing to see how seven years later we're still here. We still have grown. We've had people come and go, but we're still here. You know what I mean? And God, look, he already knew. Like, if you think about... Everybody that's still like just getting up every morning, and, and Ravonda, bless my soul, just to hear her pray—it almost felt like the old. Not the not nothing. Not, not that there's anything wrong with the call now, but but it just felt so so deep and so heartfelt this morning. If that makes any sense, to hear her pray and then you come with the share this morning—it was just so needed. So again, I just want to thank you for that. And I'm gonna look. I'm gonna um, listen back to it today.
6: All right, yeah, it did feel like that. But yeah, I was glad to I was glad not like that I said because I haven't heard it Ravana. I thought it was Ravana, but I didn't wanna uh 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 didn't wanna make a mistake. But yeah, it did sound, I sound like old home week. Uh I, I just wanna say that yes, um Sunday was so awesome. It was so good to see everybody. Um I know this pandemic has has kept up you know, and if it wasn't for the pandemic, we probably would have had a real great time coming together on the seventh anniversary. As as um, as my, um my little sister, Deion, said, you know, seven is the sign of perfection. But it's also a sign of completion. Okay, complete and not that, you know, this is it, this is the final season, but complete and that we are, I feel that declare victory is, is running in accord to what God has. And that doesn't mean that we're not going to grow. And that doesn't mean that we're not going to, Prove, but I believe that God is pleased and, and 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 God has been seeing and hearing um uh the people with the prayers of, of declared victory, the declarations have gone forth. Uh these years of operating on shoestring budgets and and, and change numbers and and you know personnel coming and going and and he just blessed us and, and put people in positions. There's, there's that word again uh, to where uh, Declare Victory is not only thrive, but uh, I mean survive, but it, it is thrive. And, and we've been able to do, I think, a great work. We've been able to feed the homeless. We've been able to, to, to give people and, and just to see the stories, the stories uh, of Sister Trotman, how she's come. Um, Ruth, uh, Tarina, I want you know I want to name everybody because there's so many that I could be here probably for another hour. But it was just good to see y'all. Um, I'm excited for this year, and I think, uh, uh, and I'm looking forward to uh, the eighth anniversary, the ninth anniversary, the tenth anniversary. I'm looking forward to the time where there'll be a declared victory in every state. I'm looking forward to the time where we will expand our borders outside the United States and there's a declared victory in Europe and Asia. And, you know, uh, um, we serve an infinite God. And so there's an infinite potential and possibility for this group. But like Deion always says, keep coming. You win if you don't quit. Anybody else? Any comments? Any questions?
1: Hey brother, e, it's Rochelle? I was just gonna leave it alone. I had bowed out. I had gave uh, Juliet the the you know the sister bow because she closed it out. I'm like Mona, who can come back after that? But great declaration. I love the way um, how you and Juliet sealed the declaration um, from from what the declaration was. You know you know how you talked about. Um, Hagar and Ishmael and Abram but I love the way at the end you guys sealed it with the love so I, uh, great declaration I just want to say I love you, love Declare Victory this is the one place where you can declare victory in every area of your life, there is nothing that is not covered on Declare Victory, so love
6: you guys Thank you so much Michelle. Thank you Hey brother you just said the man I, I just wanted to uh, comment and ask a question about, you know, because I know the story of Hagar and um, the fact that she left because she was being abused. And normally when we know somebody that's being abused, you know, the first thing our, our, out of our mouth, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, first thing out of our mouth is to get out of that situation. If you're being abused, you need to bounce. But, you know, uh, God told her to go back. Um, and that's not something that like we normally do. And you know, can you speak on that? I mean, that's some. Uh, I'm glad she listened because you know, most people going back to being abused, um, they're not having it. Right, right, right. Um, it, it's simply like I think I, I, I stated in a declaration. See, uh, I believe the God puts us in positions. Uh, I did a declaration on on the story of Joseph, and and, um, Pastor Bell says this, a faith cannot be trusted unless it's been tried. And I believe that Hagar's situation was a a position of trial. Now, if you read it, she did kind of, you know, make it, you know, she did kind of contribute to that situation, too, with the arrogance and the way she looked down at her mistress. But I believe that, that, like I said, that, that the provision is in the fight. And sometimes God calms the storm. Then sometimes God calms his children in the midst of the storm. So it really doesn't matter. I believe that, you know, once God told her to come back because she had an encounter with God, because she believed that God was sees her, that he's seeing her, and that he's hearing her, that regardless of what situation that we can. You see, because we know we serve a God who knows the end from the beginning and the middle too. God knows what position that we are in. And so like Joseph, you know, without the pit, it might not have been a palace. Without the prison, there might not have been the palace. And so Joseph had to go through it. And he, when he said to his brothers, "You know, y'all meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. See, Sarah meant that abuse for evil, but God made it for good because God knew that. Listen, even though you return that situation, you return. You you can return to that situation when you have an account with God, when you have a relationship with God, when you know that God is the God who sees you and hears you. That it, everything's gonna be all right." Because God is able to provide even in the wilderness. Even in our trials, in our tribulations, God is there. God never leaves us. You may not be able to hear him or feel like you can't hear him. But you know something? The teacher is always silent when the testing is going on. Amen? So I hope that kind of that kind of uh, 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 answered your question. Um, if you read a little bit uh, longer down in, in Genesis, uh, Hagar doesn't stay there. She she runs again. In fact, she takes she takes uh, uh, Ishmael and she runs out. Um, and you know one of the things about when Abraham kicks her out, he gives her he gives her like a little piece of bread and and and, and just some water to get by. And, you know sometimes you know family is doing worse than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? It kicks you out in a heartbeat. It don't have to be somebody you don't know. A lot of times it's somebody you do know. You might just have enough to get by, but but the second time that Sarah leaves, she can't bear the sight of, of, of her son dying. So she 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 puts him in the shade, she goes off, and there's no spring this time. Okay. She's at a true point position for futility. She cries out. God hears the cries of, of the child and he comes and he answers her. And I believe that through her tears and through her cries, it opens up a way of access to God. That the tears that welled up between her was the direct connection to the spring that God allowed to well up, and so that she could receive nourishment. So when we cry, when we give our problems to God, that allows God to access, to bless us and to give us providence in the wilderness, in our tough times, because we know. Like they used to say back in the Civil Rights days, trouble don't last always. The Bible says we can may endure for a night. The joy comes in the morning. So God gives us the strength to endure the night. I hope that answers your question. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning.
4: This, this is Sister Stephanie. I was taking notes, and I, just, I was blessed by the prayer that went before you. And I took notes to what you were saying. And um, I just want to say that, you know, this is so relative. And futility, and then you laid out some words like pointless or useless, and then the negative attributes that can go on in our lives. But the natural disasters are something that God intended for everything is at God's disposal and everything is ordained by God. And that even that God hears us, God hears us in our silence and our still cry. And even though Hagar left, you know, God was still there. And then in the end, where you just simply said, utility, not fatality and it is not the finality of what God has for us in our lives. And the anointed is not the, the anointed, then the appointed And then the promise, and he's always going to make provisions. I had to go and wash my face. This has just been so meaningful for me and so poignant for me in this time in my life. And I just thank you. I don't think, I think God knows exactly what this did for me today. And it was truly a blessing. And it was God sent. And I just really want to say thank you so much.
6: Thank you, uh Sister Stephanie. Thank thank you. Um, um your, your words um really uh have me grateful that, that I was able to be used by God. I'm glad that, that the words that he gave me uh, um touched you. And uh I'm 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 gonna keep praying for you to, to keep pushing on, keep pushing on. Thank you so much and God bless you.
2: Hey, babe.
6: Yes, ma'am.
2: To, to say something about what um said, said was saying, as far as um, Hagar and having to go back to that situation, um, I was thinking about an incident I had years ago with a coworker, which was she was actually my immediate time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, you know, I was being abused. I felt my character was being abused my esteem was being abused you know you can either have that mentality of the fight or flight you know um normally in normal circumstances because of my at that time my uh my character i, w- I was more of a, a, a flight mentality but this particular conflict I, like I needed to fight because you know i was i was showing up i was doing my work to the best of my ability and yet it was constantly being criticized And scrutinized, and it was so bad that a couple of times we even went before our union reps. And I would ask for the union rep to come, but by the time she finished, they would be looking at me like, "What was wrong?" You know, like I was the problem. So at one time I was was just at my wits' end because every time I would try to fight for my, you know, what I knew was right, then you know, the situation would turn out. That's backwards <laughs> from, from, from what, the way I felt. So, you know, one time I, I, I was reading the Bible you know, in desperation and the Lord took me to Second Chronicles. And when I got to Second Chronicles 20, you know, it was that part that says that, you know, the battle is, is the Lord's. It's not mine. It's the Lord's and that, you know, he wants me to stand still. You know, that was the way he wanted me to fight. He was like, you go back, but when you, you're not going to fight with words you're going to fight with agreement with agree with uh, agreement so even though she's saying stuff that that you don't like you know you're going to just smile you're not going to say anything i'm the one that's going to fight this battle and when i did that it was almost like everything i was trying to say about this person began to surface i didn't do anything you know, I didn't I didn't say anything. I was just, you know, agreeable. I tried to muster up a smile and just, you know, take be, uh, grin and bear it, you know. And as a result, you know, that person ended up leaving. But also my the things that I was felt like my my self-esteem began to to, to come back, surface back up. And also um, my character, you know began to surface. People began to see, they were like, why is she, it was to the point that when I would come into a room with her, her face would turn beet red and she would leave and they they began to notice that. It's like, what is wrong with her? Why is she acting like that? You know, so it's I don't know, if, you know, God put this on my heart to say it to somebody, I don't know somebody struggling at work or whatever, but sometimes that was my way of having to go back. My 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 way of having to go back to that situation was to to take it but to realize that I wasn't taking it by myself, I just sat back and I just let God, God move forward, you know, and as a result, you know, I was blessed um, to be able to really have my say without saying it, you know, to really be able to let people see without without saying it, that, you know, this this type of thing was happening, was, was happening to me, you know, and as a result, I'm still there and she's gone, so... I don't know if that
5: helps,
2: but that's what, you know, I was thinking about. Sometimes God will send you back, you know, and, you know, and actually I learned something too, you know, that, uh, I learned how to just wait on the Lord. I learned how to allow him to do what he knows best <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: and, and in for me. Right. So I got a closer walk with him sometimes he'll allow you to go back for a reason. He's allowing you to go back because it's not just to, you know, get that person, but it's also for you to learn something, you know? Yeah. Learn something about yourself and learn something about him. So
6: Yeah. Um thank thank you for that uh testimony. Um and you know uh I, I think you're right. You know sometimes uh and, and 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 to really uh answer back on Cedric, uh when we read God tells Hagar to, to, to go back. So, um, and I think that's very important that we understand that if, if, we're, ru- if we're running, if we're in an uh, abusive situation, and I'm not wholeheartedly saying, and, and, and this story of Hagar isn't saying that, listen, if your husband or boyfriend is beating you upside the head, you're in an abusive position, to to and you run out there to run back. No, first of all, you got to, You've got to understand that you've got to hear God's direction. So the first time that Hagar runs from this abusive situation, God, is God, not her voice, but the voice of God that tells her direction to go back with the provision and the promise that he gives her. Second time, God provides a provision, but he doesn't tell her to go back. What he does is he makes another place. He makes a place for her in, 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 in the wilderness. And so it's very important that and in, in when we're dealing with these situations that we trust and we follow the direction of God, which is why it's so important to have a relationship with God, or if not, to start a relationship with God. So, um, uh, I have a testimony. I remember I was in a situation once of um, um just me and my wife were were um courting. You know, I'm I'm in Athens, Georgia. She's where, you know, she's where we're at now Oakland. And um, you know, I had been elevated to the position of um uh sister foreman at one of the top reconstruction sites uh places in 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 the in, in, in the country. And um you know, I, I I was back, you know, doing my ministry, you know, I was uh, uh I was going in, in in this church and you know and so I was uh you know I was witnessing to the guys at work. And I remember the spirit came to me and, 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 and God said, You talk the talk. But you're gonna to have to walk the walk. And I had been preparing to come over to to, to come to California to visit uh uh the wife we had now because up until that time we had just been you know talking on the phone and, and talking online. That's how we met. And um I remember coming in at the end of that week and being handed a pink slip and they were saying that because of uh economic reasons I was being released from my um my position and so I had to work uh Temp. So I remember working temp and everything. I had to put off my trip to to, to California. Um, and I remember so I'm working temp, I'm trying to save money, you know, situations getting dire. You know, I'm I'm heading towards that position futility I was talking about. And I remember coming in one day to the to the temp office and you know, you come in, I worked at labor ready, so you come in every day, you get a ticket, and I remember looking at my ticket, and it's at the same place. Where I was insisting system format, at a third of 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 the salary. So I was going to have to come back and see and work with the the men I had worked with as 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 part of the company to to being a, a temp. I Remember in my mind, I was like, man, I I ain't trying, to, I ain't trying to go back here. And I made to, to turn the ticket away, but the police says, I got somebody that you need to see. So I swallowed my pride and and uh I listened to, to 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 the voice of God and I went there that morning and uh not to say that it wasn't an offer, you know, not to say that you know that that, that uh you know, I went from telling people what to do to, to doing it what, what I was told to do. But while I was there in those days, um, one of my the coworkers, one of the co workers, my friend who I was Uh, witnessing to, he said, man, he came up to, he said, man, Eric, look, I got to admire you. You know, you've always talked about walking in faith and everything. He says, when you came back, I actually got to see your faith working action. You really touched me. So I was able to plant the seed. I was able to water it a little bit. And so I knew that, I, I knew what God had wanted me to be there. And sometimes we have to go back to places of uncomfortability because that's where our testimony is. That's where our witness is. It's not that we're in a place of abusive, it, it, it it's, it's sometimes we have to be there because somebody needs to see us in that situation so they can grab the strength to go through their own situation. So. Anybody else have any comments or, or questions? okay well if not um i want to thank everybody for uh their time I'll, um i'm going to thank everybody for their sacrifice you could have been anywhere else today this morning but you chose to be here to declare victory and uh i pray that you were blessed so i'll pray this out heavenly father lord we thank you for this time together lord my declare victory family Lord, as we go and we set about doing the activities of the day, Lord, let us be the light that will draw people to you. Let us be the salt, Lord, that makes people hunger and thirst after uh, the water, the living water. Let us be the Jesus, Lord, that somebody needs to see. Let us preach the word, Lord, that somebody needs to hear. Well, we pray that your presence will always go before us that you will stand beside us and that your spirit will dwell within us. We pray for traveling mercies for those who are leaving. Bring them, bring them safely back to their destinations. And as always today and in the days to come, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: All right everybody. Brother E Have a great- Brother, e, Brother yes. e. I'm sorry, this is Didi. Yes. I I need us to pray for uh Deborah Evans. I just got a message. Her sister in law that we prayed for, um, because she had a blood clot and they were thinking about amputating her foot because, you know, blood clot and it's not circulating. That they're scheduling a surgery at two thirty today. She's in Ohio. So I just want the saints to be in prayer for God to be who he said is jehovah rafa the healer even now even though they gave us a time and they're going to go ahead with the surgery we're still going to trust god um for sister evans i can't pronounce her first name but she's deborah evans sister-in-law so i just want you guys to believe with me for his healing power and just trust god and um for the the situation on today that's all i want to add thank you brother
6: all right uh let's pray right now heavenly father lord we uh, before the throne, standing in the gap on behalf of uh, Deborah Everett's sister-in-law. Lord, you know her needs. Lord, you know you, there's already a point time set for surgery, but Lord, you're a doctor. Lord, a great physician, Lord. And so, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would be, that your presence would be in the operating room. Lord, that that the angels would surround the examination table, the, the surgery table. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would guide the hands of the of, of the physician. Lord, we ask, Lord, that you would bless the attending physician, the attending nurse, the anesthesiologist, all those who would who, who would work on her or, or, or with uh, the uh, surgeon. Lord, we pray for the completion and, the sex, and we thank you in advance for a successful surgery. Lord, we pray, Lord, that her leg would be healed. Lord, we pray, Lord, that for a, a quick and, and full recovery, and we thank you. And we give this to you in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Yes. And all right, everybody. Have a great day. God bless you. Love you. Um, Tuesday night Bible study, I I I, I guess, uh, with Pastor Lavelle. We ask you to please participate and support him. And uh, we'll see you next morning. Next Wednesday morning. God bless.
5: God bless you. Guys. God bless you, brother. God. I, love I
6: love you. I love you, God. you. too.
5: Yeah, I got.